and let there be sound. Hello, everybody. My name is Kirby Kwan Jr. from The Six, and you are currently listening to the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast. Joining me once again will be the man, the myth, the legend, the man who doesn't want to admit that he's Vietnamese, Kevin Long. I'm not Vietnamese. Exactly my point. So how you doing today, man? I'm doing all right, I suppose. Right. Um, before we, we, we even get into the, 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 the topic, which we will be discussing Spider-Man Far From Home, let's just quickly talk about our ghetto fabulous setup for reals. So Kevin is actually at my place. We're not in the same room, though. Kevin's next door, <laughs> and we're using condenser microphones, which is why we need to be next door, because I don't want to pick up my audio through his microphone and vice versa. So literally, we're doing that shit where we're fucking talking to each other in the same house, but in different rooms. There's a wall between us. So Spider-Man: Far From Home. Firstly, let's let let, let me just you know make let me just tell y'all this now before I forget. This will have a whole bunch of spoilers. So yeah, let's quickly talk about the film in terms of our general thoughts. Did you enjoy the movie? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Dope. Um, I felt like there are some major flaws in terms of Peter Parker's characterization. However, I don't think that's a fault of this film necessarily as much as it is just the way that he was introduced. Uh, yeah, because like, his character was always like... They never start off with the standalone film for the MCU, right? They, they started off by introducing him in S- yep, Civil War. Yep, Civil War. In, in, yeah. in Captain America, Civil War. So like, he never really got a chance to be his own character nope. at the very beginning. So his... His build-up was kind of already, like, you know, non-traditional. I mean, his build-up was, uh... Hey, guys, what's up? Or whatever. Yeah, basically. He was hey, like, dude, what's hey, up? <laughs> it's everybody's favorite, Spider-Man! And they're just, like... More or less, yeah. Holding that note for, like, a long time. Yeah, um... I mean, it, I mean, at that time, it was a big thing, right? You know, uh, Marvel getting back the rights to use Spider-Man. Yeah. And then that so, spawned the the meme of uh, oh give the rights back to Marvel. Mm. I mean, they didn't have to because eventually Disney just bought everything back. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, and and then the the other meme that it spawned was um was um actually it's <laughs> uh, DC. Mm. What? Like like because there were like people were, were were saying shit like oh give the rights to Batman back to Marvel or whatever the fuck. And shit like that. No, that that I didn't hear much about, but I, I would I would assume that would be a joke. The the joke is that they're fucking stupid. That's that's the joke. People are the big dumb dumb. Yep. Anyway, since we already started talking about Spider Man, what were your thoughts on Spider Man in this film? Uh, let's see here. Tom so... Holland. <laughs> I kind of always enjoyed his performance as Spider-Man. Okay. It's like... Because, like, uh, I've talked to a couple people about it. It's all. It's like, oh, you know, uh, w- <laughs> out of the three Spider-Men, which one do you prefer, right? It's like... Miles Tobey Morales. Maguire. <laughs> and, uh, what was it? Andrew Garfield? Andrew was Garfield. Yep, Andrew Garfield. Social Network. And, uh... <clears throat> Tom, Tom Holland. Ho- was it? T- Tom Holland. Yeah. Tom Hollander. <laughs> Tom Holland, yeah. And they like Tom Holland's performance the most? Well, like... I think people, like, sometimes people say, like, oh, you know, he likes, like, a bit of, like, this performance. Right. But most people say they like Tom Holland the most. Okay. I mean, I'm a, I am I like Tom Holland as well, but 
the the major issue is I don't feel like the 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 major issue with this universe of Spider Man has absolutely nothing to do with Tom Holland himself. Um, it's more so the way that he's written because if you really think about it, he's basically Miles Morales in in, in the Ultimate comic books. Now, um, Kevin doesn't know shit about comics, right? Yep. You an educated swine. Um, so <laughs> I mean, I know some stuff about Spider-Man more so than others. Maybe, maybe. Like more so than other characters. Yeah, but basically my my issue with this universe of Spider-Man is that Tom Holland is basically just a white Miles Morales that's named Peter Parker in the sense that you know, um, in the Ultimate Universe before, you know, he eventually got cancelled. Um, Miles Morales, like, looked up to that version's Peter Parker. And he was a kid who had an Asian comic relief character that understands him and supports him as uh, Spider-Man. And he wanted to, you know, uh, uh, as in Miles Morales, he, he wanted to, to fulfill the shoes of a dead Peter Parker. Except in this case, you swap Gank in the comic books for Ned. Um, and then you swap... Um, dead Peter Parker in Ultimate Universe for uh, Tony Stark in this universe. And fundamentally, I'm not a fan of that because rather than it being a Spider-Man story, I mean, it is still a Spider-Man story, but rather than it being a a more self-contained Spider-Man story, I think they're doing too much in the sense that it's like, just a reminder, guys, this is in the MCU and um, I understand world building is a thing, but in this case, you've already done so much world building. I feel like it's it's unnecessary. And I mean, the thing is, like, uh, MCU Spider-Man is like Miles Morales. Like, like, he's kind of like a lot different from you know the Spider-Man's we've seen before, right? Like uh-huh. you know the whole uh, super young Aunt May, literally no mention of Uncle Ben. Yeah, I have I have a pretty big problem with that too. The fact that like he he looks. He looks up to Tony more than Uncle Ben. Because, like, Uncle Ben was always, like, Spider-Man's, um, like, motivation. Yeah. Right? It was it was always, like, one of his reasons for becoming a hero is because of the fact that he couldn't save Uncle Ben. Yeah. But then, now that, like, that entire element isn't actually present in this version of Spider-Man... To a degree. It really does change the character a lot. Yeah, because what Uncle Ben taught him was, you know, With great power comes great responsibility. Mm. But in <laughs> and, also, and also that uh, bullets ow, yeah. Um, but in this universe, it's like, hey, I'm Tony Stark. I'm gonna give you these glasses. Um, the Edith Initiative or Edith Program, whatever. And then that's the great power. He fucks up, and then he needs to learn great responsibility and live with consequences. And then he just pieces out. Yeah, and the issue with that is like, you know, while I like my Spider-Man to be more independent. It's kind of like why why did he become Spider Man in the first place? Aside from you know having an ap- a happy accident happen to him, it's never explained. Like yes, we could piece together and we know we as the general audience know the story of Peter Parker in, in in the in the sense that yes, we already know that his uncle died, but because it's not really, I don't want to say brought up, but because it's so. It's it's almost too ignored. It's like rather than thinking that he's doing this for Uncle Ben, who we never even hear or even see his name. We only see his initials, but we never even see his name or mention. And it's and everywhere all around me are Iron Man faces. You know, there's a problem with that, in, in my opinion. Like we love yeah, so Iron Man. Already, Iron Man is since cool. Since we're already in uh, spoiler territory, like one thing I want to bring up was that like, <laughs> you know the scene where um uh, Mysterio was like causing uh 
like Spider-Man to have flashbacks, right? Or like the, oh, hallucinations. Yes. And one of them was of like uh, a gravestone with like Tony's name on it. Mm. When I first saw that the gravestone appeared, my initial reaction, like before anything, was just, "Oh, is that gonna say Martha? Uncle Ben?" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> different movie. Different movie. Like that's something that I had like major issues with is this universe's Spider-Man. Not so much Tom Holland's performance, but the way that he's written is he's basically taken so many elements from Miles Morales to make him fresh and unique in, you know, the cinematic Spider-Mans, so to speak. But then the issue is he's less Peter Parker and more Miles Morales to me. And it's kind of like you need to pick one. You know, don't 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 wishy washy. Like, choose one and stick with it. And for me, at least, because if they do eventually bring in Miles Morales, he's gonna people are gonna be like, oh, he's a carbon copy of 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 Tom Holland's Peter Parker. When it's really like Tom Holland's Peter Parker is a carbon copy of Miles Morales, to a degree. Right. I mean, like, may- maybe that's their intention, though, right? Like, maybe they'll just never introduce Miles Morales that's racist. into this universe. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but like, yeah, they they might not do that because of the fact that they're basically just making their Peter Parker, like their version of Miles Morales. I guess, yeah. I mean, realistically though, my favorite version of Miles Morales is actually from the Into the Spider Verse film, the animated film, because they fixed a lot of shit. But that's another story for another time, so to speak. So we talked about Spider Man. Do, do you have any more uh, thoughts on Spider Man or? Uh. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if I do... I'll what was that noise? Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was like Squidward's like laugh, but he's trying to hide it. <laughs> he's like <laughs> quietly laughing. Quietly you. laughing. <laughs> yeah, like if we have thoughts about Spider-Man, we can always bring it up later. I guess the other characters can also like have some more uh, time in the spotlight. Yeah, like the fucking teachers, right? Let's not talk about that. Yeah. The t- okay. Let's just br- briefly. Br- Some of their humor works, but they it feels kind of forced. Yeah. They're 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 fucking annoying. Yeah, I agree. Um. Yeah. That's that's. It, it feels like they're they they just they're like there to to almost have like a human element, like to try and ground the film a little, but like it doesn't really work because it's almost like so forced in. I would almost say that the like the only necessary comedic beats that they should have kept in there was the ones that progressed the story like when peter says so yeah uh nick fury was really understanding and we're not going to prague and then mr harrison i think his name was walks by and is like all right kids we're going to prague Prague. yeah that's that's a good comedic beat that was that that was a joke that worked really well because it's It's, it also like it's also like situational comedy situational comedy dramatic irony sort of yeah like it really like you know it works in that situation and it doesn't feel like it's a forced joke. Yeah, like 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 the like the joke about like his wife trying to blip. I felt like that would have worked better if it was introduced when they were talking about the blip, rather than like yeah, because like through. it just felt like they just threw it into like the middle of a scene, and we were like, oh, okay, that's cool. I guess I guess but, that's like, kind of funny. It it okay, yeah. it, it was funny. I'll give it that. It was funny, but it was like it didn't feel like it belonged in that scene. Yeah. Well, it, it's almost as if like the screenwriter wrote that joke, and everyone loved it because it was a funny joke, but they had no idea where to put it in. So, what did you think about the supporting cast? So, you know, Ned Leeds, uh, 
MJ because I forgot her her new name is not Mary Jane anymore, but MJ. Um, what the fuck was that Asian kid's name? Something Davis. Fuck it, we're just gonna call him Anthony Davis. <laughs> I thought it was Brad. Brad. Okay, I was also like, yeah, we're gonna call him Anthony Davis, the basketball it's, it's player. It's like one word off of Chad. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Brad Davis. Um, fucking Flash Thompson, Happy Hogan. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the supporting cast: Nick Furious, Maria Hill, Larius. So, no, let's talk about the kids. That sounds terrible out of context. <laughs> <laughs> we are the world. We are the oh, children. No, 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 no. That that that's a that's a totally different topic right there. <laughs> <clears throat> so let's let's start with the best friend, the straight man, uh, the straight man in uh, Ned Leeds. What did you think about Ned Leeds, the fat Asian kid? Not me, the other one. I feel like hmm. Uh, I mean, I I kind of like this character sometimes. Sometimes, like, like sometimes, like you said, it it feels a lot like the teachers where like his jokes were like forced onto like the scene, mm-hmm. but like some of them do work. Right. For for me, the the thing that I felt was somewhat unnecessary was um the rom- was him and Betty because it kind of didn't go anywhere in the sense. I mean, I mean, it did to to sort of make Peter feel like shit because he couldn't speak get close to mj but it, the reason why i say it felt like it didn't really go anywhere was because they get together comedy comedy oh, they, comedy, they, they comedy break up at the end of the trip right yeah they break up but then even then they it's almost like they never broke up in the first place so there, there's no levity to it aside from the time when they needed to progress the plot by having them go I feel to like it's almost the like their relationship was like artificial character development I don't think that develops it's like, anything. It's there to like make these characters seem more like uh, dynamic, and it gives them like sort of a an arc to go through in this film. When in reality, nothing really changed. I, I think they were there just to really progress the plot, so that Spider Man needs to save somebody. So plot devices, sort of, yeah. But but then it's like, yeah, I guess, yeah. But, but it's just like. I don't feel like they needed to be together because that scene easily could have been replaced with Betty and Flash, which seems like two completely opposite characters. That's true, but then then again, like throughout the entire film, Flash was too busy like Instagram streaming. Yeah. Yeah, Instagramming, live streaming, so he already had his own thing. Like his character had something to do. Whereas I felt like the like Betty and what was it, Ned? Ned Fleets, yeah. Yeah, Ned like, Flanders. those characters didn't really have much... To, like, Ned, his character was basically just human support for Funny Peter. Asian dude. F- like, funny Asian dude, and also acts as, like, a, a human... Like, in quotation marks, human character. So, like, he so are you calling him film. a scroll? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get to that, right? And then... I don't know. Betty's character, she's kind of like she's. There's no reason for her to be there. So the fact that they gave her like a purpose with the whole romance thing, it is kind of her purpose. I mean, the other thing too is, um, Betty's character in the comics is completely different. Uh, I don't. And the thing is, I don't really know if I like having all of these characters aged down that significantly. But why is that? Because Betty Brant is not the same age as Peter Parker. Betty Brandt is a woman that Peter aspires to get with. She works for the Bugle and she's like at least five years older than him. 
and the dynamics that's like the that's like the original peter parker right well any peter parker really like oh, like a lot of them yeah that's like okay. the status quo for betty brand and peter parker and to have her like as the same age as peter in the same school as peter bit weird i got used to it immediately by just sort of pretending like this is a new character that has the same name so it's okay it's okay don't get triggered that, that's kind of like so that's kind of like a lot of the characters though right sort of the the spider-man characters specifically are a lot different compared to other renditions in the mcu i find yeah because like okay um same thing with Ned Leeds. Ned Leeds is like, he becomes the Hobgoblin at a point. In the comics. In the comics, right? Yeah. Hmm. Because like, uh, like with the first film, right? Or like the first uh, rebooted Spider-Man film. Like Which one? Vulture, <laughs> the, uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. <laughs> the first rebooted one. Which one are you talking about? The Amazing? Or are you talking about Homecoming? Uh, technically, the Raimi one is a reboot too, because the first one was, uh, was a. Uh, the electric company oh really that's another story for another time but yeah so you're playing yeah like um your homecoming the vulture yeah in, in homecoming isn't like the vulture's character like massively different to how he normally is in the comics yes yes but i feel like that that's for the better though but, but like that, that's the thing though right like the M- the mcu's version of spider-man seems to have changed all these elements so that their character is fundamentally different from like other renditions of spider-man it seems but then there's some major flaws with that though and since we're already talking about it my major flaw with these villains in these spider-man movies is not so much the villains themselves but it's more so the fact that all of their origins are tied to tony stark that's true and that kind of pisses me off to to some degree vulture kind of gets a pass because it's not so much to tony stark directly like yes tony stark's company took over their jobs they're taking their jobs but <laughs> the reason why he's it's it still works as a spider-man film is because or spider-man um villain for the vulture is because like he stole the shitari tech and then um spider-man keeps on getting in the way of his um his his um fuck his arms deals basically so right that 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 i could let slide but this there's no excuse I mean, you know how you made the Miles Morales Peter Parker comparison earlier, right? Like how um, this version of Peter is basically like Miles Morales, and Tony Stark is essentially Peter Parker. Sure. Well, like, um, isn't like you know the 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 villains of Spider Man spawn from like Peter Parker's actions, and like a lot of the time, or well, like well not his actions, but like they're more connected. I know to what him. you're. I know what you're saying, but that's still a Spider Man villain. Do you see? Do That's you see true, the yeah. issue? Yeah, that, like the, the the main issue still persists in the fact that the Spider-Man's villains are being spawned from Iron Man. Yeah, like if Iron, because 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 the way I see it is like this: if Peter Parker in the Ultimate Universe never died, those are still Spider-Man's villains. Right. In this universe, if Iron Man never died, they would have been Iron Man's villains. You see, you see where the issue is now, like origin-wise. Yeah, like yeah, like the over the, the there is still that overarching issue, uh, issue of or the fact that the villains are still associated with iron man yeah and 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 i don't like that necessarily uh, yeah i guess i can see that well i mean it, it also goes back to the whole you know they're they're uh how they established this version of spider-man right so 
you know, it's I guess it's not really a good thing yeah, that they did that's this. That's why but it's fundamentally flawed. It is how it is. That's that's why I feel bad for Tom Holland's performances in all these films. Because he's forced to basically like he's forced to clean up. Spy- uh, oh no, he's forced to clean up Iron Man's like. Yeah, basically, problem, his basically. character is always going to be another one's bitch, basically. Yeah. Because he's forced to follow in someone else's shadow. Yeah, and they have to water down Spider-Man. Like, only in this film, he finally, at the end, gets full control of his spider of his Peter Tingle. Yes. And it's like, it's it's fine, because like I, I guess perhaps you do need some time to, to develop that, but it's like, you're watering down my Spider-Man. And I'm like, Spider-Man is actually <laughs> fucking a beast in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, but to, to play devil's advocate, maybe this is so that they can have. How dare you? I'm that... Christian, and I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, maybe like this version of Spider-Man, like the fact that he's like still developing, is for like you know characters to uh, like the audience to watch a character develop throughout the MCU because like a lot of the the superheroes they well, actually pretty much all the superheroes they introduce feel like they're almost already complete, like they've become superheroes already okay like spider-man because of the fact that he's like still immature uh his powers still aren't fully developed it almost feels like he's like you know a superhero in training and us the audience are getting to watch his journey to become like someone like like the the superheroes he's looking up towards but then this is the problem with that how are you going to show me like if if you're going to present that at the screen saying that he's a superhero in development, how are you going to turn or turn that narrative around and then show him being a scientific genius who knows how to use these completely for him completely new holographic technology that has never been shown to the common public? That's true. Like you can't have it both ways, and that's why I say fundamentally, this Spider-Man is flawed. Wasn't he like? an intern with Stark Industries in the first film? No, that was his that was his scapegoat. That that was his um uh, not scapegoat, sorry. That was his excuse for I mean, yes, he is his intern, but not at his company as a superhero. Yeah. But he would say that it, as his It was just a front. Yeah, as his front for for him disappearing all the time. Right. So 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 that's so that's why I'm not a fan of this Spider-Man's or this universe's Spider-Man because of these flaws that you you cannot fix essentially you 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 cannot unfuck it as I like to say. So you just have to leave it with, with the way it is and just deal with the fact that and it's pretty like built on top of it. Yeah, it's prefect. So it's like so it's like but but every installment it adds on to that. So in the next um film I do hope that whatever villain they choose it needs to sort of be a Spider-Man villain. I kind of wish that maybe there isn't necessarily a v- mastermind villain um, and have it just be the cops chasing Spider-Man all the time and have J. Jonah Jameson villainize Spider-Man. Oh, speaking of side characters and J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Um, So you know how like he's basically running like a talk show in this? The, the, chat. the Daily Bugle is like a talk show. Um, Is that... From like any uh, like comic continuity, or was that based off the PS4 game? Uh, 
Well, because I know in the PS4 game he has yeah. like a talk show where he like talks shit about Spider-Man. But that's that's him retired in that continuity, I believe, in the PS4 continuity. I believe yeah. they just decided to do that to get with the times. Honestly, I, I don't think it was like I think it is a coincidence between the film and the and the and the and the game. Like, like, oh, uh, hmm. I mean, because you know, uh, they probably did have access to like what the game's story was going to be as well, right? So Maybe? I'm saying it could be possible that they took like inspiration from that as well. Uh, maybe um but shit what was i about to say but yeah like i feel like sometimes we take away from like these films take away from the character of spider-man and they focus too much on the flash and there's less character substance because in in homecoming right there were moments that were really nice, like when he was buried underneath the rubble. In Far From Home, the moments were mostly the hallucinations, and um, when when he when he got basically like fucked up, and then he was he was in uh, where is it Norway? Uh, the Netherlands. Netherlands, sorry. Um, and and then he 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 um contacts Happy Hogan, and he's like freaking well, actually, out. Was it Norway? Honestly, I don't know. No, remember. it was Netherlands. It was the Netherlands or because Norway. I remember someone said we're in the Netherlands, and also there was ah. one of them. The one of the prisoners was wearing Nike Netherlands. That's it triggered the memory. Ah, there you go. Um, so it's like those are like those are nice moments, but then the story itself is look at how cool our superhero is, bro. He shoots webs, spins a web any size, catches thieves just like flies. Look out! Here, here comes Spider Man. <laughs> look out! He just caught the drone strike on you. <laughs> yeah, and, and like the only time where there's levity is at the end of this film when you know in the, in the um. Well, people call it a mid credits, but technically it's 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 after the opening credits because this film doesn't actually have opening credits if you if you noticed. But um, during that sequence and he was revealed, right? It's like oh shit! Now there's levity. At least you you fucking hope that there's levity to this because in in the the the, the first film's cliffhanger, it's like Aunt May finds out that Peter Spider Man. What the fuck? Right. What? What now? No. What? When at the end of Homecoming when. Oh, right. Oh, like, I, th- I thought you were reacting to something on your computer. No, my computer is dusty, but otherwise it's fine. Uh, when Aunt May was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? Right? <laughs> uh, and then you thought there's going to be some big consequences and shit, right? Nope. She's perfectly fine with it. Yeah, she's just like, well, you know, this is cool and all, but like... I know. Tr- try not to die. Yeah. And then in this film, like, there is a huge... Con- well, we hope it's a huge consequence and no one just blows it off as nothing. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the inclusion of Shield? The inclusion of what? Shield. Oh, Nick like Fury, Nick Maria Fury Hill, Shield. Like, yeah. Dimitri. Um. Hmm. I kind of felt like I mean you know they already had it like in the trailers and all that right I kind of felt like it was a way for them to connect Spider Man back to like the the universe they already established like the whole oh you know this is pre i mean not pre, pre- this is post end game everything's like you know like they're, they're living in the fallout of everything that's happened so i feel like you know the character like the characters of like shield essentially act to uh, establish a bit of order in this world but like i'm not sure if they are actually good for the film or not i think they are necessary for the sake of moving the film. Because, you know, how else are you going to introduce Mysterio in that fashion, right? So Yeah, like they don't have any other options really. So I feel like they are necessary. 
Um, I just feel like there could have been less comedic moments with um, with Nick Fury and Maria Hill. D- Dimitri was fine. I was actually fine with Dimitri. Was it Dimitri? I think so. I think it's great. It was Dimitri. Yeah, I was fine with Dimitri. Dimitri was fine because it was really quick, inconsequential moments. I mean, his character was also like very subtle. Like the humor was very quick and dry. Yeah. So it was, it was you know, very enjoyable to see that. Also, a lot of his uh, the humor involved with him was like visual gags. Because his character like literally says nothing throughout the whole film. Sure. So, so yeah, I, yeah, I, like, I was fine with like his character was like fun to watch. Is what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't something that you felt like oh he was kind of forced in there. It was just like oh he's there. Yeah, like like I said, inconsequential it's... comedy. Yeah. So I I I I I I get that I I I I so I get that like the, it's completely fundamental to have shield in there just to progress the plot but i feel like minutes of um the comedy bits could have been shut off like that whole or, or cut out especially that whole bedroom thing where where it's like they shoot he shoots ned with a trank dart you know like that's fine but then yeah. but then it's like and, and betty comes like, so i hear your spider and then someone knocks on the door again yeah yeah, yeah. betty comes by um, his teacher, Betty again, and it's like, what do you, the, uh, did the other teacher show up too, or no? No, I don't think, I don't, no, I don't think so. So it's like, that was unnecessary, because apparently there's like a whole short bit of a movie that's completely cut out from this film, that they're going to re-release on uh, home release as like a short film. Yeah, like the Blu-ray? Yeah, and, and, and that actually I think would explain a lot, because if, you know, we have all these moments of comedy that could have been cut out with the teachers, even some of the students, um, with fucking the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, and I feel like we could have, like, replaced it with shit then that would probably build Peter Parker and his world, his neighborhood world, a little bit better. Like, how the fuck is he going on this trip in the first place? He's supposed to be broke. That's true. Apparently, uh, it has been leaked that he he um he's able to gain funds by selling his Star Wars collection, which is like that's great. Except I don't know that. <laughs> if if I didn't read that, into yeah, it, I would not know. But you know wouldn't that. know that he was able to go on this trip. Like how? Yeah. I mean, the assumption I guess you can make from that is that he's probably being like funded by like an external source. But then that would be a problem too. Why is Midtown High like some kind of gifted school? It's not. Yeah. But do you know what is the school that Miles Morales goes to? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, what if like Pepper Potts do- like donated to like, like funded this trip for Peter? It's like, well, wouldn't that raise a lot of suspicions? That's the, that's the thing, too. When, when, when they were like, so we're just going to pretend like Peter has parents in Norway and like that's OK with everyone. Oh, uh, Berlin. Or Berlin, excuse me, yeah. Yeah, the the, the excuse they made was like, oh, he's staying with uh, family members in Berlin. And then I was like, okay, But his mom cool. and dad and uncle are dead. <laughs> well, we, we don't know about the uncle. They literally just don't talk about him. But, well, I mean... For all you know, he doesn't even the, have an the uncle. The thing about Spider-Man is he really... He's... The, the, the thing about Spider-Man, he's not supposed to have family. Aside from his aunt. Yeah. Because... You know, like it or not, the story <laughs> Uncle Ben's dead. Because the the story of of Spider Man is that he is a man that will always be blessed with these gifts, but he will always be facing adversities, both in as a superhero, but then also just down on the dumps 
in like Sora. He's got a gift, and he's also kind of been cursed. Yeah, which is why, you know, great power is that he has all these strengths and then the responsibility to use those strengths for the greater good hence great power great responsibility so that is something that i feel could be explored more in these films because i mean like like did they ever really like they never had an uncle ben to say that line though right it doesn't matter you don't need to say it because we know but the problem is they don't fucking ever address that he has all the great power and like i said the to me Sometimes these films, they're almost like commercials because it's like, look at how dope Spider-Man is. Look at these webs. He could glide like a fucking squirrel. He could do all these things. Like, that's great. Show me more responsibility because he never gets in trouble. He straight up ditches, like, detention in in Homecoming and he never gets in trouble. You know, there's no consequences. the trip. In in this film, straight up uh, ditches the trip. No consequences. He goes missing for, and no one freaks out about it. And they brush it off with with having Mr. Harris and say, oh, great, Peter, you're here. It's like, hello, you have a missing child? (laughs) You're literally like across the world. Somebody goes missing. Well, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, he'll find his way back to us eventually. Yeah, there's no, there's next to no consequences besides death, apparently. Which also doesn't seem to be much of a consequence as, like, not much people seem to care. Yeah. Well, not not so much. Not 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 many people seem to care, but you know he's not gonna die. It's his second fucking movie. Yeah. So so to me, that that's a problem with these movies in general, is that there is next to no stakes, and there's and they play it too safe. So so my biggest, so I guess like in general, what I'm saying is my biggest problem with these movies is there's next to no stakes. There's no there's my Spider-Man is a toy and not so much a character half the time. Well, he's still a character. He has a plot, a plan and everything. But it, it's it's most it's less so much like look at this fully fledged character like look at this advertisement. Peter Parker isn't fully developed to me in this in, in these movies. He's charismatic, he's fun. You know, his, his side characters are also charismatic and fun, but then Every everyone is almost too perfect sometimes. Are you almost trying to say he's like a Mary Sue? Maybe I don't know. the The only the other thing too is that romance low key came out of nowhere between Peter. Which one? The, all of them. <laughs> oh well, yeah, th- that that is true. Happy Hogan and Marissa Tomei, or excuse me, uh, uh, Aunt May, um, Betty Brant, Ned Leeds, MJ Peter, MJ Peter. You can maybe make an argument about. Because, like, he's been trying to go for that for, like, two movies now. Sort of, I guess. So, that's understandable. Yeah. Also, I realized something about this film, which made me feel empty after I thought about it. Stanley isn't in this one. That's true. And I don't know why. That, I mean, that shit made me, like, feel empty as fuck. I mean, you did say that his favorite superhero was Spider-Man, so... Well, everyone knows that. Yeah, it's yeah. common knowledge. It is quite. Nabir, sad his favorite superhero like was. I, I can't. I, I couldn't think of a joke fast enough. Syndrome. Um, That's a villain from Incredibles. That's a villain from Incredibles. But yeah, um, let's talk about sort of. Uh, other issues with the film itself, um, like the story. I mean, do you want do you want to address Mysterio first? Oh shit! Yeah, sure. He's quite a he's quite a big part of the film, you know. Right. 
Um, well, truth be told, I, I don't have any. I don't have a lot of problems with Mysterio. Aside from the fact that he's he, he's a, he's a Tony Stark villain. Um, I like yeah. I like what they did by adapting his characters, uh, his character rather than being like a Hollywood illusionist and and whatever to to an actual like science um, developer and shit. That that was cool. Yeah, because like from what I knew from Mysterio, like from like reading back then, was just that he's like a guy who uses illusions and he wears a fishbowl on his head. Yeah, and, and I also he's like he's like one of the most like I wouldn't call him interesting. He he's more like Are you looking wacky. for bland. He he's bland, but also kind of wacky. Like wacky in the sense that they designed this guy and didn't know what to do with him. Oh okay. Because it's like, oh yeah, does he have any like special powers? He can create illusions. Oh cool. Anything else? Uh. Well, the thing is, he 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 wants to be the world's greatest superhero. That's why every, almost every time you see him introduced, he he's framing Spider Man as a villain. In this one, he also does that. At the oh, end. like even in the, in the comics. Yeah, in the comics, in uh, in TV shows. I think in the comics, he was he was one of the earliest villains uh, in the Amazing Spider Man comic book run. Hmm. And like the, the easily like first twenty issues for, for certain. Anyways, um, but yeah, I, I really liked what what they did with his character. I liked the fact that they kept it ambiguous in in the sense that you really don't know if Quentin Beck is his real name because he said, um, I liked the to to one of his um culprits, I guess. What, what's the word I'm looking for? And I don't want to say coworker, but um, associates. Associates. Yeah, he 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 said to one of his associates, and you let's just call him Mark, and you Mark. Writing, uh, writing the story about an about a warrior from uh, another universe named Quentin. Beautiful. So we don't even know if that's his real name, and I'm actually okay with that because if you think about it, a master of 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 you know illusion and sort of disillusion, you would you would imagine that he would try to like fuck you up with like fake identities and shit. Right. So I, I which he kind of did. Like he his identity isn't even real. Yeah, like, what if his name is not even Quentin? What if, like, my name Jeff? So shit. Oh shit! What if his name actually is Mysterio? My name Jeff. Nah, uh, but um, I like that. I also like the fact that Mysterio is not just one person. It's sort of like um, a, a team. Yeah. Um, but led by one guy, very clearly. I was okay with that, and something that Kevin and I kind of low-key, I don't want to say debated, but, like, talked about right after we saw the film is we don't even know if he's dead for certain or not. That's true, because, like, he we, we see him get shot. The tingle skrrr! Like, like he, he basically shoots himself, more or less. Uh, um, actually, it was a drone. No, no, really, it was a drone. Yeah, yeah, I know, but, but like... I mean, he he did order like he did order the drones to shoot, and like and he was like, "Oh yeah, you you're you're in the the blast zone." Yeah, care. that's cool. I we don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Come on, kill me, <laughs> do it. Come on, kill me. I'm here. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> he gets shot. <laughs> Spider Man, you son of a bitch! I never get to marry. I never got to meet my parents. Why did you have to shoot me like this? But but yeah, like um, like what I said was like okay, you know, uh, he said that like the was it Edith Edith said that there was no more illusions in play, and we can clearly see like him like Mysterio literally just lying there with his eyes open, and that's usually a sign of a of like a dead guy. Unless 
he is a good actor. Which could also be the Unless case. Unless he's a good actor. Yeah, which which could be also like the case because we've seen him put on quite a show throughout the entire movie, so And also, now granted this is like really theoretical. Um uh what if he is an illusionist though and i don't mean that in terms of the projector it's like what if he actually is capable of fucking with someone so hard that like he appears to be dead that's a bit more far out man but like (laughs) (laughs) you hear the fucking x-files theme start playing (laughs) anyways but yeah like like that's a little bit more far out but it is perfectly possible yes yeah. Also, when did he have the time to record the footage of hi- of him exposing Spider-Man? Now, one could argue like, oh, maybe like he pre-recorded that. But then it's like you that's a lot of fucking contingencies. No, it's like how could he pre-record that if he had to record Peter saying like, oh, and in- like initiate or like what was it like the like shutting down all the drones? Yeah. Like yeah, he had to have that to execute them all. Well, not really cuz it was actually cut in between with like the the fuck is it called the static and shit yeah but like he had to have you know a drone recording that too right recording what well like he had to have something record uh, peter say those lines no no you 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 see when that happens he was laying down on the ground as 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 peter was um like commanding edith and that if you look at the angles it matches up like that would have been what the shot would have looked like. So that I could buy. It's more so the pre the pre recorded message. Cause that's cause like to, for him for for him to expect Peter to say execute them all, that is that is some Dark Knight Joker shit. And even Dark Knight okay, Joker that, that is true, makes yeah. no fucking sense sometimes. Oh like like the like like his pre recorded message and saying that oh he was behind the drone attack. Yeah, it's like how the fuck do you know that you lying sack of shit? Speaking of which there's also a fundamental flaw which is um, when Nick Fury yells at, at Spider-Man, it's like, are you in this or are you not? And then he swings to the top of the tower and he's just sitting there lonely, right? Yeah. Uh, Mysterio flies up in the air and then he sits next to him. So, right. two problems. How the fuck did you know that he was going to be there? And how did you manage to like pull that and, off? And if, and if so, are were those illusions? Like, like for, you might say, oh, well, that was just, you know, his projectors. How the fuck did you know he was going to be there? You didn't. And how the like how the fuck are you gonna be be able to talk to him like a proper conversation? Yeah, because you, you unmasked and shit, and you sat right next to him, so that had to be physical. So are you saying you can fly? Can you fly, or can you not? Well, actually, remember he does. He he is using drone technology, right? Okay. It it is entirely possible that he flew in a drone, which is you know a stupid idea considering the fact that those drones are like they they don't look very balanced, but. It is an explanation, not a good one, but you okay, know, fine. At least I, I guess could you be... could say that's an explanation. <sighs> like it is a, a way of him getting up there. It's obviously not the best one because, like, he he literally was like flying yeah. up there. Yeah, and also Peter, like, I understand that your spider tingle, your Peter tingle, isn't working yet, but bruh, you're in a bar in Prague, and everyone sees you unmasked, you spider monkey or or night monkey. Like, don't you think you know that's a bit suspicious? Like just a little, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah that that scene seemed kind of odd to me. It almost seems like you stupid motherfucker. Like it was almost like a fever dream sort of. Ah, because I was like, why is this? <laughs> like, why is this so weird? Like he, like Lily is talking to this man like in public, and all these people just don't care. Yeah. 
you might argue like oh like a, well they don't speak english maybe see like another thing i was gonna bring up like uh in regards to the previous scene you were talking about it's possible that he like you know walked up there or like he just like took the stairs up to the roof and they were using like the illusions just like kind of hid himself and then just sat down beside him okay and then you know like since he's synced up to his uh the illusion he can just like remove the helmet with the like by removing the illusion of the helmet and then just talk to him oh that could be a possibility speaking of uh, mysterio this fool copied my catchphrase peter you want these glasses if you want these glasses come and get it this is Kirby kwan jr let's go this is a dead body <laughs> well okay well that just got weird real fast so well, you know he, he came and get it your tenses were not synced. <laughs> you said came and oh. get it. That's kind of gross. He, he, he came and got. got in it? Got. Just got. Anyways, um, literacy we, we, aside. We done did it. Li- literacy aside, um, what was your favorite part in this film? Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure, actually. For me, I've seen it twice now. Without a shadow of a doubt is when it's the final fight. It was just... Cause, cause there are two things that I loved about it. The, number one was you could see him like exert exerting maximum effort into this fight, and then to show for that, you even see him like run out of webs in his web shooters, which is something that doesn't happen often in these films. Oh, like the like the entire sequence from like from outside all the way to the inside of the bridge. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like after he yeah. gets deployed from the jet. And then, and then, dude, you want to be a good line if he gets off the jet, and he doesn't even—you don't even need to animate this. You could just have have him like voice over this, like get Tom Holland to like voice over this. He could have just said when he jumped off the plane, "Wakanda forever." I mean, he didn't really interact much with the T'Challa, did he? With the T'Challa? <laughs> no, he did not. He did not. But like, bro, this is such a cultural phenomenon now. Like, you, like you, you would the one guy you would expect to make pop culture references outside of Deadpool will be Spider Man. That's true. I mean, did he did he hear the Wakanda Forever though? Okay, let's assume he 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 didn't, right? Because I remember very vividly that in um fucking Endgame, right when uh they when 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 they opened the portal and like. The whole entire Wakandan army was there. It was either in yeah. Bak- Well, no, everyone was chanting, Ibombe! So I'm expecting that they would have said Wakanda forever at once. Or like after it's, the fight or some or shit o- as a victory. Only T'Challa said Wakanda forever. Yeah, just, just you would have heard one motherfucking Wakanda. He was the king, though, right? So it's, it's probably only the king would announce Wakanda forever. Now everyone says it, even in Black Panther. You weren't paying attention. But, <laughs> but like, the. No, no, I mean, like, for the final The point fight. I'm making is, like, you would expect after they, they, they win, like, you would hear one, one person said, Yes, we did it! Wakanda forever! So I'm expecting he would he like he would have said it at least once or or excuse me he would have heard I, I someone think, say it I at think least that once. would be the case if people were too busy focusing on the fact that Tony Stark just died during that fight. But he is not one of us, so he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wakanda forever. He he is not Wakanda. Therefore, he is not forever. <laughs> that child can go. <laughs> no, le- legit though, I'm not a big fan of, of Iron Man, which is why I said he's not one of us. Um, yeah, but like that's the thing though. So it's like. He probably never actually heard it, so... That, that's just like an Easter egg I, I would have liked him to, to say. Uh, but yeah, like, from the moment he... If, if anything, what he would have said would, would probably would have been like an Iron Man quote or something. Yeah, but what... Okay, give me an Iron Man quote. Exactly. 
<laughs> I'm Iron exactly. Man. He's not gonna say it. like you see what I mean. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's at least with Batman, right? You could have a quote. I am vengeance. Yeah. I am the knight. You know, tell me, do you bleed? You will. That's not the best quote, especially if you're saying that to a woman. That's kind of offensive, in fact. But you know, just saying. But like, yeah, like my favorite scene was from the, alive, dead. What do you want from me? Was from the moment he he jumped off the plane. It's terrible. <laughs> but, but from the moment he uh, he ejected from the uh, from the plane, and then he and then he dropped down to 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 the fight to when he caught the fucking. Uh, when when he caught Mysterio trying to pull a fast one on him, and he was like, "What the fuck? I know, not today." What was your favorite mo- uh, moment in the film? I mean, I don't really have much of a favorite moment. I guess like that whole end sequence was pretty cool. Okay. Oh yeah, right. You know how I uh like before this podcast, I was telling you how I like re- uh remember something interesting that kind of that you were bringing up. Sure. So l- let's talk about that, like the last end uh end credit scene. The scrolls, yeah. How how um, like Nick Fury and Maria Hill were like scrolls the whole time. Well, sure. Or like at the very least, scrolls during the the movie. Sure. Yes. Yes. So um, you like you know how I haven't watched Captain Marvel. Yes, uh, Kevin has not seen Captain Marvel. So like when uh, you're probably Kirby was telling me about you're like, probably like before before we got to like the end credit scene, he was saying, oh, you know. You might not get this because of something you told me before, which is why I told him that I haven't seen Captain Marvel. You're probably in the majority, to be honest. Really? Yeah, no, I don't think a lot of people saw Captain Marvel. and Honestly, I don't think it was that popular of a film. It was not. So Yeah, but like the point I wanted to bring up was that um, like they kind of already hinted at them not being the actual Nick Fury and Maria Hill during like the beginning, of, like near the beginning of the movie, or like earlier on. Where? No, really, where? Remember when uh, they brought like Spider Man into like the like the secret hideout, and they're like talking about how like oh we need your help, and he was like oh why couldn't you get anyone else to do this like Thor? Oh, he's off world. Uh, who was the second person he suggested? Hulk. Well, like he he suggested like three people, right? Thor, One of them Hulk, and it was Captain, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah, because when he got to Captain Marvel, it was either Nick Fury or Maria Hill that said don't ever like mention that name. Okay. Like, that seems kind of like a weird reaction for someone, like, one of them. Like, they could have just said, oh, she's busy or something. But th- that seemed almost like an overreaction. I don't think that's what they said. I think they just said something a lot more subtle than what you remember. No, I, I swear they said something like, that was like, you know, don't, don't mention her name I don't think they said don't mention her name. I think they said, like, don't even bother. Hmm. I don't know. Because, like, that, that's what I remember the, like, one of them saying. Either right? way, let's say that, like... Let's say they were trying to play, um, what's his name, Nick Fury, or he was trying, or they were just being themselves as Talos. It's like they're all allies, though. That's true, but well, like like I said, I haven't seen the film, right? So how would you know it's true? I am the one, the way your son don't need a gun to get respect up on the street. Uh No, I was like, is is there a reason why Talos would dislike Captain Marvel? No. That's why I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> I don't know because that 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 seems very like almost out of character for like uh, Nick Fury, for like him normally being like kind of calm about this. He, he seems kind of like pissed off that he would say that. 
Because, like, you know, the, the other scene, though, that, that was much more telling was where he was like, Bitch, please, you've been to space. And, and that was, like, you know, very out of character because normally Nick Fury would be like, Motherfucker, please, you've been to space. No. No. Samuel L. Jackson would. Not Nick Fury. <laughs> That's true. You're getting you're getting your real life continuity with this with MCU confused. It's it's okay because uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson just channels whatever he plays, right? He just channels himself. If he's playing a character, he's got to say motherfucker. No, he didn't do that in Jurassic Park. Now, did he? He just got eaten by a dinosaur. Oh well, that's, maybe he said it inside the dinosaur. You're just forcing this now. <laughs> <laughs> okay um what was your motherfucker what was your um least favorite part or sorry uh what do you think is going to happen next with the mcu and spider-man first things first what do you think the next one is going to be titled we had homecoming we have far from home what do you think the next one is going to be grounded uh grounded no i know home at last hmm homecoming he's coming home far from home now he's not home is he gonna come home yet come home peter come home oh wait wait wrong home reference. At last. but uh i don't know what i mean like they, they've named two of the films like ho- like with with home in the title maybe they might far make from it a third home and or homecoming. or they might make it something completely different i don't know homeless <laughs> Spider-Man Homeless. <laughs> Spider-Man Homeless. That just seems like such a weird title. Uh, anyways, yeah. What do you what do you think is is next for the MCU and Tom Holland's Peter Parker? I mean, you know, with that whole mid credit scene, his identity his identity has been revealed, right? So. So. I mean, what 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 like hmm. What kind of options does he have now, right? He could run away to Uganda, uh, not Uganda, to Wakanda, <laughs> <laughs> to Wakanda, and and take refuge there. Right, but then also the people who like are involved with him, like his friends and family, are kind of gonna be like affected by this because now. now okay, you take them there to Wakanda. Problem solved. Wakanda, they're in Wakanda <laughs> take forever. A, take everyone. Yeah, they'll, they'll be in Wakanda. Take everyone forever. to Wakanda. We're we're in Wakanda now. Wakanda forever. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Um, well, I'm asking you. Don't flip the shit on me. What do you think is gonna happen? I mean, one option I could see is that he might go the Tony Wakanda? Stark uh, <laughs> route. No, that that's not the Tony but Stark. But he's route. poor. He can't do that. Well, he shouldn't. No, I no would like say. The, the Tony Stark route isn't like he just publicly. Like, he just goes public. Yeah, that's what him. I'm saying. He'll be harassed at a shitty ass apartment all the time. That's true. He literally does not have the luxury to do that. And also, he's still, like, a high schooler? Is that what he... He's a high schooler, right? Uh, well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, Midtown like, he still high. has to go to... He's still, like, a student. He's not even, like, a like a fully-fledged adult. I mean, he could so. just go to school in Wakanda. I'm telling you, Spider-Man needs to be in Wakanda. That's why I'm <laughs> going to name this podcast, Spidey in Wakanda. Sp- Spider-Man, a new home. It's just Wakanda. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wakanda forever. Okay, I think what's probably going to happen is that he will be arrested, he will go to trial, and then in some way 
shape or form. He needs to convince everyone that he's not actually Spider-Man and that is bullshit. I I fucking hope, mm. though, he doesn't just say there's a perfectly logical explanation for this. This is some fake footage and this is just a prank on me from someone that doesn't like me. How the fuck am I going to be Spider-Man jumping up and down and shit? I'm not athletic or anything like that. And then they bring in... But- and then Happy Hogan could bring in like the Iron Spider costume alone, and ha- and that'll do everything for him. And then I hope they don't fucking do that though. Like I hope they don't brush it off as a fucking joke. I would be pissed. Yeah, but that th- that would be kind of that w- disappointing. Yeah, like honestly, I'd rather have him go to Wakanda than have that happen. <laughs> He's just he just has a new home now, dude. Yeah, and then ha- it's in Wakanda. Yeah, like- no, because I'm like. I feel like they can't actually do that because of the fact that people already know about Mysterio, right? Because he revealed himself already. Or, like, partially. Hold on, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, in in uh, in Far From Home, hasn't... Hasn't, uh, what do you call it, Mysterio already, like, talked about this? Talked about what? F- no, like, finish your, um, your, your point. What are, you, <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say, like, hasn't... Uh, <laughs> yeah, what do you what do you actually say? <laughs> okay, what I'm saying is, hasn't like Mysterio like talked about like his identity, like he, like on he's, a podcast, you know, like even announced it? Or, or, yeah, like he's announced himself. Like to come the out world. to the world as uh, as Mysterio. Well, but like you know, he he's basically uh, revealed himself as Mysterio. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, Jesus. he's revealed himself as Mysterio. Yes, like as as like this successor to Iron Man, basically. No, not 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 no. Well, not 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 like in that sense, but like I'm saying, like he's basically showed himself off as this supposed superhero. Jeez. So you know, people would be skeptical of to to believe Peter as well because of the fact that this person was supposedly seen saving the world already. Because they don't like they never revealed that Mysterio was a fake, right? So people like the world still believes that Mysterio like defeated these elementals. I think the issue with that though is. I think at this point, and I might be wrong, at this point, most people know that S.H.I.E.L.D. exists. They might not, yeah, right, but to them, they'll see them them as like a a good guy Illuminati in the sense that they know that they they exist, but they have never seen them before because that's how efficient they are at their work. Right. Um, They know, obviously, they know that the Avengers exist and... Oh, wait, no, but... The question is, how well do they know Spider-Man, though? We never actually get because yeah, he's always because he's always been this f- friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, we right? never, we never, well, we we never got confirmation as to how global, so to speak, or how big his scale is. Yes, he keeps on saying, "I'm a neighborhood Spider-Man and shit," but in the words of Nick Fury or Talos in this case, "Bitch, you, bitch, please, you've been to outer space." Yeah, but he's never been like a public hero. That's the thing. We don't really know that. Because you don't want to know why I say, I'm saying that. We don't really know that because so much of the film has been cut, like from this film. Like even in the trailers alone, right? We know that the cops know that he exists. Remember when, when the cops like, "So what, kid? You're gonna be the new Iron Man?" No, I'm too busy doing your job. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. So it's like, and then like, someone's like, oh. Oh, you're that spider guy, right? Oh no, sorry, I'm thinking about uh, the other Spider-Man movies, but, but yeah, like, so so we don't we don't really know where their loyalties lie, and also, 
that isn't it very convenient that they cut off Peter Parker's face from that body, like in the recording. So there's many ways that you could lean with it. Oh, like they don't actually know who Peter Parker is. No, what? No, they don't know who Spider Man is because there's no evidence that. No, but yeah, because like he said, it's Peter Parker, but they don't know. Because there could be any number of people named Peter Parker. Bruh, he showed his face in the screen. In which screen? Oh, in, in that screen. Yeah, in... in uh, well, you said his, his head was cut off, though. No, I'm talking about... Yeah, his head is cut off in the Spider-Man footage, as in when he was on the bridge. Yeah, and, so, and then he showed him like a mugshot of his face. Yeah, so what I'm saying is there's no definitive proof that that is Peter Parker. And also, why Peter Parker? That, that that would be the best defense that they can make. Why are you targeting me of all people? And uh, my face wasn't in that footage. Yeah, because there's no proof that the person standing there was him. Yeah, and clearly it's been edited. Well, I shouldn't yeah. say clearly. Like You could argue that it's been salvaged, but then it's like, who gave you this thing? Is it traceable? Like, are you telling, yeah, are true, you telling yeah. me that Mysterio just has a cell phone with him? And he's like vlogging his, his, his adventures? So there's a lot of... Hey guys, today we're going to destroy London. Yeah, hi Mark, today we're going to destroy... No, but, but yeah, like th- that's the issue. The other thing too is... Any superhero could, could lie and just come out and say, Yeah, I've worked with Spider-Man, he's not a white kid. They could even make a joke about like Spider-Man is actually black and Hispanic, which is Miles Morales. Right. So there's there's many outs to this. We just need to figure out story-wise which one would make the most sense. Or which out they're going to take. Which which is the same thing. That's what I said, basically. <laughs> well, no, they might not take the one that makes the most sense. They might take a... Like, like you said, they might do, like, a stupid one. If they do that, bro, I'll, I'll be fucking pissed. They better not fucking do that. Because, like, they... Because if, ha- if that's the case, then they fucked up Spider-Man's whole thing about responsibility. So he, he does need to dodge this bullet, but it needs to make sense. Like there's a there needs to be a way for him to dodge this yeah. bullet. Because it's similar to Mysterio Mysterio, right? Like he needs to dodge the bullet. Oh, sorry, uh he needs to um be introduced in this world in the way that makes sense. To integrate his story with um Civil War in uh Tony Stark's therapeutic session thing. That makes sense. It's believable. You know, like like, like right. shit like that. It needs to make sense like that. I think an easy way, an easy way out is to have, what the fuck, uh, to have MJ, Ned, and Brett and and Betty say is like, no, like I was with Peter the whole time. Oh, what about in Prague? That was Night Monkey number one and number two. Peter and MJ were were there and 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 Ned and Bre- well, maybe not Betty, but like, yeah, like Peter, like MJ could vouch for, for, for Peter, of course, lying. Yes. And then it's like, well, well, why does he sound so much like Peter? It's like, I don't know. Maybe this is a practical joke. Like I asked where. I was like, well, you know, people could sound similar. Who is your source? Who gave you this? Yeah. And if they trace it. I mean, also with the, with the whole Night Monkey thing, right? Like he doesn't have, like, oh, where, where's the proof that he's a Night Monkey? He doesn't have any because the person who has the hood is now in the Netherlands. Uh, well, true. It's like for all you know, Night Monkey could be one of the dudes in the holding cell. Yeah, and, and th- like, like there are certain things that they could do. Like as soon as you say, "Who is your source?" Anonymous. Well, isn't that convenient? Yeah. 
that's basically like some next level squatting or swatting squatting <laughs> some next level swatting i don't know i hope he doesn't because civil war already happened because he's already got the iron spider suit and they showed a more comic accurate version of the iron spider suit in this film like i i maybe they might go the approach of like oh he's gonna come out to the earth to, to the world like yes i my name is peter parker i've been spider-man since i was 15 years old or whatever if they do that it's like you fucking rushed it you pulled the bvs yeah you brought doomed you, you prematurely brought doomsday it'll be like that you brought the doomsday you brought the wonder woman you brought the superman back <laughs> so so yeah that, that's that's my that's my thoughts on you brought the martha <laughs> that, that's my thoughts on on spider-man homecoming okay let's quickly wrap this up so what are your overall thoughts on spider-man i said homecoming earlier but i meant far from home honestly i still like the film like it's a very fun film to watch so it's, you know not bad Okay, what is what is your favorite aspects of the film, and what is is the worst aspects of the films for you? Like I said, I, I like to enjoy like I I enjoyed watching like the the character of like Spider Man grow because that seems to be what they're trying to establish here. Okay, and at the very least, they're doing it in an, an enjoyable to watch sort of sense. Okay, like you know we can we see his progression as a hero and also like kind of. Like, there's someone for him to look up to. I mean, you know, it's not done in the best possible way because of the fact that it's like, oh, lol, he's dead. Now you gotta look up to someone else or something. But he's dead. Which is kind of what they did in this He's buried in the grave. He's beneath you. Because it's like, oh, you know, uh, Tony Stark's dead. Hey, here's this other guy who looks kind of like Tony Stark. Oh, hey, you should be the new Tony Stark. Oh, how convenient. I also want to be the new Tony Stark. Yeah, he just kind of hands it away with, like, without even thinking about it. Yeah. He's like, dig it and go. Like, that, that was a... I feel like that might be, like, my least liked part of the film. How, like... Dig it and go. He was... Like, there was this whole, like, talk about responsibility and how uh, <laughs> Tony entrusted these glasses to him. And he's just like, yeah, now they're yours. Responsibility? Me not have that. So, so what... I'm I'm just Spider-Man. All right, see ya. So, so how would you uh rate the film? Either out of five or ten? Um... I'd say like seven point five. Bro, I made it easier for you by giving you the ten scale, and you still had to give me a decimal. <laughs> is is why is that bad? Seven point five. Yeah, it sounds like shit. B plus. Fine. <laughs> it's not even a B plus. It's I just a B. A, I'll scale it down to a seven. Is that better? Oh, B minus. You're not going home tonight, bitch. Far <laughs> away from home. Nah. Um. Okay. So for me, um, the things I like about it the most were the performances and the action scenes. Even though it was a little bit too much CG for my liking, there was still some. There was a degree of 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 quickness to it that felt weighted to some degree. I even though I, I made a joke about how this this version of Spider Man is mostly Flash, I still did enjoy that Flash. Don't get me wrong. It's it's not talking about Flash top sounds. I'm talking about Spider Man in this <laughs> film. Um, did you enjoy that Flash? Is I. <laughs> He's just I, really. There hasn't been a cinematic flash that I like more than him, so I guess he gets the fl- uh, the the pass. M- MJ's this version of MJ I actually do like. Um, her character is very realistic somehow. Of course, it is. A- she, she seems less of like you know a person for Spider Man to like get horny over, and more of a person who could also almost be like his partner. Right. Um. Her, I like her character. Um. Ned, I didn't like as much in this film compared to the others. Well, I mean, granted, he's only shown up, showed up like what two two times. Um, Is it because of the whole relationship thing? No, because he didn't do anything. <laughs> like oh, straight right. up, he yeah, j- he just too. didn't do anything. Um, I feel like there's a lot of inclusion of characters that wasn't there, and as a result, because of scenes cut 
that it feels like there are certain scenes that were cut that was probably more vital than the story than some of the humor so i'm talking about stuff that i don't like um i never fucking liked the fact that this was less of a spider-man movie and it should be retitled this kid far away from tony (laughs) that's just something that i'm gonna have to like how remnants of iron Man. yeah that's just some shit i'm gonna have to live with um so i really dislike that but i do like the villains the villains in these films have been terrific the only issue is that they're kind of iron man's yeah but individual characters wise these villains i'm loving them like like a lot so for me i actually despite the fact that i've been ranting a lot this just goes to show you how passionate i am about these characters and their comic book origins but as a film independently if i remove myself away from these facts that i that, that i've known about um all this time I could still give the film a solid eight of eight out of ten or four stars. So that's a B plus, Indeed. A minus, B plus, B plus. Um. So yeah, I still thoroughly enjoyed the film. The, the the first half or the first act itself was a little bit too much of a high school comedy for me, but I still, like I said, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. And also, of course, um, J.K. Simmons is in this. So yeah, yeah, he is now the 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 the. the j jonah jameson i got the hairline in the back uh but yeah okay so i think i think that well, here's the thing, that's though. it oh here's the thing what, though. why <laughs> <laughs> why why I, I was gonna be like what one big question did you like this film more than endgame fuck no dude are you dumb I like Endgame significantly more. Anyways, my name is Kirby Kwan Jr. You can follow me on SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook by typing in Kirby Kwan Jr. That is K-I-R-B-Y-K-W-A-N-J-R. To follow Kevin, you can find him on YouTube under the name Redal by typing in YouTube.com forward slash Shining Freedom. And you can also find him on Instagram at K.L-U-O-N-G.Redial. Once again, that is K.L-U-O-N-G.Redial. My name is Kirby Kwan Jr. And Kevin has joined us for today's podcast. The Ghetto Fabulous Podcast. And until next time, that's it for us. Deuces.